0: Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible Chronological. I'm China. Today is the ninth day of January. Welcome. So great to be back here with you today. I hope you are having a great day. As we are really starting into our week. I know that Sunday I feel like it just depends. Sunday start your week or Monday start your week? I feel like for us, Sunday starts our week, but then Monday's like the Sunday like takes you to the top of the roller coaster, and Monday you're like going down. Does that make sense? If not, great, cool. But if you missed yesterday, um, my name is China, and I co-read with alongside my mom, and we uh, we we read every other week. And so if you don't hear my voice, you hear hers. And um, yeah, super. Grateful and excited to be here with you this year for 2023. I'm so curious, though, how many new people that we have listening. Um, we're so excited that you're here. Welcome. So good to have you. Um, okay, so I know that some people have asked, "What is the word for this year?" It's a great question. I'm so glad you asked. So uh the fall of every year i pray and ask the lord what does the next year look like and so i uh forgot to ask that and then it became the winter and i was like okay lord what do you want this next year to look like and um was not hearing anything i was like okay lord like what is the word for the day that the bible chronological for 23 and didn't hear anything, and then I had this panic moment of like, "Lord, you're not asking me to like step away, are you?" And then I was like, "No, no, 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 no. Okay, this just means like you gotta get quiet, and you gotta remove distractions." And so I um, took away some of the things that I was really thinking were distracting me, and that's when I heard my own personal word from the Lord, and it's already seeming to uh, be true. So my personal word and uh, from the Lord is is trust and. That made me nervous, like really nervous because I feel like anytime someone asks do you trust me, it's like, yes, but don't, I don't want to do a trust fall. Like Yes, I trust you, but I don't want to jump off this cliff. You know, like, yes, but don't make me kind of a thing. So I'm very curious to see how this year pans out. But um, I've like literally every day I'm just like, okay, Lord, I trust you, I trust you, I trust you. So that's my own personal one. And uh, I just was not hearing anything very clear, and very specific for this year. And so I was talking to my dad about it, and um, he was like, "Well, this is the word for the Daily Audio Bible." And I was like, "You know what? That's that's perfect. That's beautiful." So, um, if you don't know the word for 2023 for the Daily Audio Bible is expand, and I think that's beautiful. And so we're going to claim that as ours as well over this community and. I don't know what the Lord is going to expand for you. Maybe it's your trust, like he's ex- expanding mine. Um, I don't I don't know. We'll chat at the end of this year or at the end of this month and you may already see the things that he's expanding for you. But um, I just also wanted to say, I super encourage you to ask the Lord what he, like a, a word that he's giving you to hold onto Um, when things feel like that's, I, okay, sorry. These are some thoughts that are having a, um, a train collision. I think why I personally do words is because sometimes you get lost in the year or in 12 days from now, like you, you just don't know. And things get fuzzy, things get hazy. You feel piled and and buried beneath and you just need something to hold on to. And so if you have something that the Lord has given you and he's said over you and you kind of remember that, it's like, it's like a snap and you come to and you're like, oh yes, I remember, like I remember now. And so I think that they're helpful for that. And also it's just fun to to get alone and to get quiet with the Lord and ask him, what do you want to speak over me this year? And it could be a, a word, it could be a phrase, it could be whatever you know don't limit the Lord for sure so I just encourage you to hear from the Lord your own word and I would love for you to post it in our uh, daily audio Bible chronological Facebook group page which if you're not connected I would go ahead and go to Facebook and like that page and um, yeah I would love to just check in with you and to see so far like is there things that you feel like the Lord is expanding in your life um Or like what the Lord is speaking to you for a word over this year it would just be fun to keep checking in with each other and one to encourage each other with our word and our testimony and also just like hey just remember that this is what the Lord spoke over you so all that to be said we are in the book of Job today continuing on with chapters 21 through 23 with the new international version for this week. Then Job replied, Listen carefully to my words. Let this be the consolation you give me. Bear with me while I speak, and after I have spoken, mock on. Is my complaint directed to a human being? Why should I not be impatient? Look at me and be appalled. Clap your hand over your mouth. When I think about this, I'm terrified. Trembling seizes my body. Why do the wicked live on, growing old and increasing in power? They see their children established around them, their offspring before their eyes. Their homes are safe and free from fear. The rod of God is not on them. Their bulls never fail to breed. Their cows calve and do not miscarry. They send forth their children as a flock. Their little ones dance about. They sing to the music of timbrel and lyre. They make merry to the sound of the pipe. They spend their years in prosperity, and go down to the grave in peace. Yet they say to God, Leave us alone. We have no desire to know your ways. Who is the Almighty that we should serve Him? What would we gain by praying to Him? But their prosperity is not in their own hands. So I stand aloof from the plans of the wicked. Yet how often is the lamp of the wicked snuffed out? How often does Calamity come upon them? The fate God allots in his anger. How often are they like straw before the wind, like chaff swept away by a gale? It is said, God stores out the punishment of the wicked for the children. Let him repay the wicked, so that they themselves will experience it. Let their own eyes see their destruction. Let them drink the cup of the wrath of the Almighty. what do they care about the families they leave behind? and their allotted months come to an end. Can anyone teach knowledge to God, since He judges even the highest? One person dies in full vigor, completely secure and at ease, well-nourished in body, bones rich with marrow. Another dies in bitterness of soul, never having enjoyed anything good. Side by side they lie in the dust, and worms cover them both. I know full well what you're thinking. The schemes by which you would wrong me, you say. Where now is the house of the great, the tents where the wicked lived? Have you never questioned those who travel? Have you paid no regard to their accounts? That the wicked are spared from the day of calamity, that they are delivered from the day of wrath. Who denounces their conduct to their face? Who repays them for what they have done? They are carried to the grave, and watches kept over their tombs. The soil in the valley is sweet to them. Everyone follows after them, and a countless throng goes before them. So how can you console me with your nonsense? Nothing is left of your answers but falsehood. And Eliaphaz the Temnite replied, Can a man be of benefit to God? Can even a wise person benefit him? What pleasure would it give the Almighty if you were righteous? What would he gain if your ways were blameless? Is it for your pity that he rebukes you and brings charges against you? Is not your wickedness great? Are not your sins endless? You demand security from your relatives for no reason. You stripped people of their clothing, leaving them naked. You gave no water to the weary, and you withheld food from the hungry. Though you were a powerful man, owning land, and an honored man, living on it. And you sent widows away empty-handed and broke the strength of the fatherless. That is why snares are all around you, why sudden peril terrifies you, why it is so dark you cannot see, and why a flood of water covers you. Is not God in the heights of heaven, and see how lofty are the highest stars? Yet you say, what does God know? Does he judge through such darkness? Thick clouds veil him, so he does not see us, as he goes about in the vaulted heavens. Will you keep to the old path? that the wicked have trod. They were carried off before their time, their foundations washed away by a flood. They said to God, Leave us alone. What can the Almighty do to us? And it was he who filled their houses with good things. So I stand aloof from the plans of the wicked. The righteous see their ruin and rejoice. The innocent mock them, saying, Surely our foes are destroyed, and fire devours their wealth." Submit to God and be at peace with Him. In this way, prosperity will come to you. Accept instruction from His mouth and lay up His words in your heart. If you return to the Almighty, you will be restored. If you remove wickedness far from your tent and assign your nuggets to the dust, your gold of oifur to the rocks and the ravines, then the Almighty will be your gold, the choice silver for you. Surely then you will find delight in the Almighty and will lift up your face to God. You will pray to him, and he will hear you, and you will fulfill your vows. What you decide on will be done, and light will shine on your ways. When people are brought low, and you say, lift them up, then he will save the downcast. He will deliver even one who is not innocent, who will be delivered through the cleanliness of your hands. And Job replied, even today my complaint is bitter. His hand is heavy in spite of my groaning. If only I knew where to find him, if only I could go to his dwelling, I could state my case before him, and fill my mouth with arguments. I would find out what he what he would answer me, and consider what he would say to me. Would he vigorously oppose me? No, he would not press charges against me. There the upright can establish their innocence before him, and there I would be delivered forever from my judge. But if I go to the east, he is not there. If I go to the west, I do not find him. When he is at work in the north, I do not see him. When he turns to the south, I catch no glimpse of him. But he knows the way that I take. When he has tested me, I will come forth as gold. My feet have closely followed his steps. I have kept to his way without turning aside. I have not departed from the command of his lips. I have treasured the words of my mouth more than my daily bread. But he stands alone, and who can oppose him? He does whatever he pleases. He carries out his decree against me, and many such plans he has still in store. This is why I am terrified before him. When I think of all this, I fear him. God has made my heart faint. The Almighty has terrified me, yet I am not silenced by the darkness, by the thick darkness that covers my face. Today, Job's first response that we we read today was kind of a a leaving off of or picking up where we left off yesterday. And it reminds me uh, so much of scripture that we will read later this year, where he's talking about nothing has meaning and even the righteous die the same way that the wicked die. So what is the point? And... You know, like, I do think that that's a fair question. You know, like, it's not crazy to ask that. I think he's kind of dismantling um, some things that... He's, I mean, grief does weird things to you. I'm not a therapist or psychologist by any means, so I can't fully give you what it does to our brain, but I've read some books by doctors and psychiatrists and psychologists who say that trauma remaps your brain and it affects a lot of your body. And so, I mean, Job is really going through a lot of distress. He's lost everything. He has man after man coming in and telling him of everything that he's lost. And he's saying, look, I, I was following the Lord. I did things this way. And but why would I, why would does it even matter? Because I'm going to lay right next to the person who, why would he, wouldn't even be bothered with praying and yet worms will cover us. And it's, you know, when you think about it, you're like, okay, you know, good, good question. But it's like, wait, no, there's so much more life than this. And, you know, I, I think that's really complex, but I'm not going to dive into it. But I, it did capture my attention that, Wait, this feels very similar to Solomon's words that we'll read much later in the year. But then, even Eliphaz, who is saying, Listen, dude, like, you weren't, like, a a saint. Like, there were times where you could have helped and you you turned away. So, don't put yourself in this place of, like, woe is me. You weren't perfect. And... You know, you're not really supposed to be, but also is God is God. He's the judge. He gets to decide what happens. And he, I, I love this. Get It was he who filled their houses with good things. So I stand aloof from the plans of the wicked. And it's, it's a good thing to be reminded of that. Look, God is the one. He's the judge. He gets to decide who gets what and who goes where and what happens and all of that, even when we feel like we should have a say or we should have a case as to why this should happen this way. But it's God, it's not us. I love that Eliphaz says, Submit to God and be at peace with him. In this way, prosperity will come to you. And he even says, Accept instruction from his mouth and lay up his words in your heart. If you return to the Almighty, you'll be restored you remove the wickedness far from your tent and assign your nuggets to the dust, your gold of oifred to the rocks and the ravines, then the Almighty will be your gold, your choice is silver for you. Now I'm not saying like one person got it right and the other person was wrong. I think it's kind of a culmination of a lot of different things happening here, a lot of moving pieces, but... Jumping down to one of the last things that Job says, it really captured my attention and I was like, Job, no, what? Um, where he says, but if I go to the east, he's not there. If I go to the west, I do not find him. When he's at work in the north, I do not see him. When he turns to the south, I catch no glimpse of him. But he knows the way I take. When he has tested me, I will come forth as gold. My feet have closely followed his steps. I've kept to his way without turning aside. I'm not departed from the commands of his lips I've treasured the words of his mouth more than my daily bread okay totally can understand this some time point of my life I can say that like I can agree like I, I can relate you know I think we've all had this moment of like what? I've gone here and I can't find you I've gone here and I can't find you this is a really bad game of hide and go seek you're supposed to reveal yourself after three minutes of saying come out come out wherever you are but I am reminded of the scripture that I believe David says, he's like, where can I go that you wouldn't be waiting for me? Where can I go that you wouldn't already be? If I make my bed, I'm going to mess up the scripture, but where, like, I could, I could make my bed in the depths. I could go up to the highest heaven and there you would be. And this is something that has seemingly been, My verse for like four years now (laughs) probably not that long but um this has brought me a lot of comfort in the moments where i'm like lord i where are you i think it went from lord where are you to hey lord where where are you where are you in this will you show me and i think one my tone changed from this place of like i demand that you come here right now i am entitled to your presence i I need to have answers, like what is happening. You owe me an explanation. To now being, what well, I'm curious, what you're doing. I'm, I'm confused. I'm, I'm needing a savior. I'm needing a father. I'm needing a friend. I'm needing comfort. I'm trying to find you, or maybe I'm really trying to find all those things in myself, but I can't. And so, God, like, would you just come and be with me, and? So that that has been something that has really been stirring in me for years now in that scripture. Again, I, I believe it's in the Psalms. Um, I believe it's it's David's words when he's on the run. And we'll get, all, get to all that. But I... It's so funny. Like, there's two parts of scripture today that I'm like... One, something very similar is shared. And the direct opposite is shared. But... Um, nothing more than just a a, a noticing. But God, I thank you that the truth is that, or the truth that we believe, which is still the truth, um, that you are everywhere. You are omnipresent. You are Emmanuel, God, with us. And I thank you that when we go to the east, you're there. When we go to the west, we find you. And that when you are at work in the north, we see you. And that when we turn to the south, we catch a glimpse of you. I thank you, God, that you do know the way that we take and that you know us and you see us and you care for us and you love us and i think that is the sweet truth and that is something to rejoice in is that we're not left alone we're not abandoned we are not without you um your word is true and you are true as emmanuel god with us and so we rest and rejoice in that today and forevermore that's and your name we pray Men.
1: These mountains won't move.